Hello, human family. I'm Jocelyn, and I am grateful you're here. Welcome to the Starting with Gratitude podcast. This is a safe space intended to host heart-centered conversations exploring all topics of the human and spiritual experience. Every conversation starts with gratitude and remains rooted in gratitude. After you listen, make sure to join the community by subscribing and sharing. I am so happy you have joined us. Hello, beautiful podcast community. It's your girl, your host, Jocelyn. And I'm so grateful for each and every single one of you tuning in, listening, watching, bringing this podcast into your present moment. It truly is such an honor for me. And if you end up enjoying this conversation you and I are about to have, if you have been enjoying the conversations held in this podcast safe space, then I humbly ask that you drop a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts. If you listen on Apple Podcasts, it's so easy to find and it's so quick to do and it's so helpful in growing this community. Just head on over to the Starting With Gratitude podcast page on Apple Scroll down and you'll find the stars and the comment box waiting for you to share your love. And I would appreciate it so, so, so much. But truly, y'all, I'm so grateful for each and every single one of you. I'm also grateful to know unconditional love and to experience unconditional love as I change. I feel like unconditional love is misunderstood. I actually think love in general, as well as our heart, is misunderstood. Many think that to love someone unconditionally is to love someone with no boundaries. And many think that love deceives them, that their heart deceives them, when in actuality, it's the mind that can be deceiving. People have come to believe that love deceives them so much, their heart deceives them so much to the point that people have become afraid of even just saying, I love you to someone or to themselves. I mean, ask yourself, have you ever found yourself being hesitant in saying those three words, in saying, I love you? you and not even in just saying it but in writing it down in texting it to someone what belief is this hesitance rooted in now before i continue to expand on all this i want to make it clear that i'm still digesting the expansiveness and the truth of love of healthy love it's not something i grew up around per se And it's something I'm really coming to know and understand as I heal. And everything I share in this episode is based on my own personal experiences and my own studies. My views and expressions on this topic may change, but nevertheless, I want to speak on this now. So let's talk about it, y'all. Let's talk about unconditional love, healthy love, true love, and experiencing unconditional love as we change, as we grow, as we evolve. First things first, true love is rooted in truth and in accepting the truth as it is. To love someone in their current truth, to love someone in their ever-changing current truth, 
not in their potential, not in who they used to be. And this someone includes yourself. Honestly, I believe true love is unconditional love. Secondly, to be able to practice true love, to be able to gift healthy, unconditional love, self-love is essential and necessary because it's really not until you sincerely love yourself and all that you are, that you are then able to sincerely love others in all that they are. It's not until you sincerely love yourself that you're able to engage with love in a healthy way. Also, to be able to gift healthy, unconditional love, one must fully understand that most people don't know how to receive nor reciprocate healthy, unconditional love. So we must gift it, knowing that it may not be received or reciprocated And if it really is true, unconditional love that you are gifting someone, it's not about what you get in return. It is a gift. It has no conditions, no requirements, no obligations. I say this because so often when we love someone, we've grown accustomed to believing that they must love us in return, that they must love us the way that we love them. And this is where conditional love comes in. It takes a lot of emotional awareness and intelligence to be an unconditional lover. One of the reasons why I want to expand on this topic with you is because I have honestly always considered myself to be an unconditional lover. I have loved people through deception. I have loved people through disrespect, through disappointment, but it really wasn't until the end of 2020, the beginning of 2021, when I simultaneously was experiencing the most saddening heartbreak and the most transformative spiritual awakening that led me into the depths of shadow work, that I really understood what healthy, unconditional love looks like, feels like, requires of you, Like I said, it requires the emotional awareness and intelligence. It requires the self-love and the prioritization of loving yourself first and foremost. It requires, honestly, I feel a spiritual awakening of knowing oneness and understanding how we've all been societally and culturally programmed to perceive love. The kind of unconditional lover that I was prior to this heartbreak and this awakening that I am referring to was the kind of unconditional lover that disrespected the self, the kind that overextended herself, the kind that had no boundaries because she believed unconditional love allowed for others to treat you with disrespect because that's just who they are and you unconditionally love them. This kind of unconditional lover lacks a certain love and respect for the self. And being this kind of lover had me prolonging relationships that should have ended or should have been boundaried at the very least much sooner than they did. I put up with way too much of what I didn't and don't deserve. And this was out of unconditional love. Unconditional love does not require you to dishonor yourself. 
Now I know that I can unconditionally love someone without sacrificing my love of self. I can accept someone in their current truth, but if their current truth is hurtful to me, is disrespectful to me, I can unconditionally love them from a distance with a boundary. I don't have to put up with treatment I don't deserve just because I love you. Now, some of you may be thinking, well, doesn't this make the love conditional? And my answer is no, because I am not loving this person any less. I am not denying their truth. I am not seeking to change them. I am simply honoring myself. I am simply prioritizing and acknowledging my love of self and putting myself out of harm's way. I am respecting my needs and my safety and my energy. It's this belief that so many of us have that align us and keep us in unhealthy relationship dynamics. It's this belief that so many of us have that align us to and keep us in unhealthy relationship dynamics. The belief that if we set a boundary with someone, we love them less. When someone sets a boundary with someone else, it's less that they love them less and more that they love themselves. Someone setting a boundary is a reflection and an expression of love. And not only of love of self, but of love of the other two. Instead of cutting you off, they are choosing to set a boundary instead. Instead of asking you to change, they are choosing to set a boundary instead. Now, I must add that it is important that we are communicating our boundaries with those we love. We're not just implementing them and leaving the other person confused as to why things have changed. Unconditional love sets boundaries as needed and unconditional love communicates. Another reason why I want to expand on this topic at this time is because I feel so many of us have recently experienced losing people in our lives who didn't unconditionally love us. Many of us have come to know who really truly accepts us in our truth and who doesn't. With all that has happened in our world the past couple of years, great change and transformation was inevitable. And with that, we were gifted with the knowing of who loves us in all of our seasons in all of our versions, and who doesn't? I was having a conversation with a friend the other day, and we were talking about exactly this, or a reflection of this. She was telling me how it's interesting when people who have known you for so long think that you're becoming someone you're not when you begin to change. And I told her that, you know, people get accustomed to a version of us in their minds. And when we change, they feel entitled to that version of us. That version of us is their truth of who we are. And when we grow older and wiser and we change, it's not that we're becoming less of who we truly are. Most of the time, it's actually that we're becoming more of who we truly are. And in these cases, it's more than just, you know, talking about practicing unconditional love, because in cases like this, where people who have known us for a minute struggle to accept us as we change, it's a reflection of our collective fear and misunderstanding of change in general. We somehow believe that change is wrong. We as a collective have a lot of healing to do with our relationship to change. It's honestly wild to think about the fact that change is a constant in life. It's inescapable and yet we fear it. We struggle with it. So yes, 
this does contribute to the collective inability to give and receive and know unconditional love. And sometimes, y'all, it's no beef. Like sometimes with change, we really do outgrow people who have been in our lives. And it's simply that we just don't resonate with each other anymore. It's simply that our journey, our season has run its course. And the separation doesn't make the love that we shared any less true or any less real. We have to acknowledge that, again, change is a constant and all of life is temporary. So just because something didn't last forever or as long as you thought it would, doesn't mean that what you shared wasn't real, wasn't true, wasn't meant to be. But this conversation with my friend brought me back to another conversation that I recently had with another friend of mine who has known me since high school. She's seen me broke. She's seen me successful. She's seen me insecure. She's seen me confident. She's seen me with crooked teeth. She's seen me in the most toxic relationship I've ever had. She's seen so much of me. We were having dinner and I told her how I realized that since I moved to LA, nobody really calls me by my nickname anymore. Everyone calls me by my full name. And she responded by saying, you're a woman now. And it just hit me how grateful I am to have someone like her in my life who has seen me go from adolescent to woman, who has loved me and continues to love me as I grow and as I evolve. It's truly so beautiful and so special to have people in our lives, even if it's just one person and especially ourselves who have experienced us in so many of our life seasons and seen us change from these seasons and yet are still standing by our side, loving us, accepting us and supporting us. I'm so, so, so grateful for these people and so grateful for myself in accepting myself as I change too. This is unconditional love. So again, I am grateful to know unconditional love and experience unconditional love as I change. I'm grateful to be gaining a greater understanding, a healthier understanding of what unconditional love is. I pray you all get to know unconditional love and get to experience unconditional love as you change. And I pray this episode brought light to your perspective on love, on boundaries, on relationships. I want to leave you with some reflectional prompts regarding what we've been talking about. Feel free to grab a journal and do some writing or simply listen and reflect. Do I accept myself as I currently am, as my life currently is? Have I practiced unconditional love? And if yes, how have I practiced it? What boundaries can revive the health and wellness of some of my relationships. Lastly, I want to close out this episode by sharing some brief excerpts from one of my favorite books called The Mastery of Love by Don Miguel Ruiz. One of my favorite authors, y'all, this book is so good. I highly, highly recommend. I've gifted it to so many people I love. And there's a chapter in this book called The Track of Love, The Track of Fear. I refer back to it often. And it essentially is pointing out which choices, which actions, which expressions are rooted in love and which are rooted in fear. So here we go. 
Love has no obligations. Fear is full of obligations. And the track of fear, whatever we do is because we have to do it. And we expect other people to do something because they have to do it. Love has no expectations. Fear is full of expectations. With fear, we do things because we expect that we have to. And we expect that others are going to do the same. That is why fear hurts and love doesn't hurt. We expect something and if it doesn't happen, we feel hurt. It isn't fair. We blame others for not fulfilling our expectations. When we love, we don't have expectations. We do it because we want to. And if other people do it or not, it's because they want to or not. And it's nothing personal. Love is ruthless. It doesn't feel sorry for anyone, but it does have compassion. Fear is full of pity. It feels sorry for everyone. Love is completely responsible. Fear avoids responsibility, but this doesn't mean that it's not responsible. Trying to avoid responsibility is one of the biggest mistakes we make because every action has a consequence. Love is always kind. Fear is always unkind. Love is unconditional. Fear is full of conditions. In the track of fear, I love you if... You let me control you if you are good to me, if you fit into this image I make for you. In the track of love, there is no if. There are no conditions. I love you for no reason with no justification. I love you the way you are and you are free to be the way you are. If I don't like the way you are, then I'd better be with someone else who is the way I like her to be. We don't have the right to change anyone else and no one else has the right to change us. If we are going to change, it is because we want to change. In the track of fear, we have so many conditions, expectations, and obligations that we create a lot of rules just to protect ourselves against emotional pain. When the truth is that there shouldn't be any rules. These rules affect the quality of the channels of communication between us. Because when we are afraid, we lie. If you have the expectation that I have to be a certain way, then I feel the obligation to be that way. The truth is, I am not who you want me to be. When I am honest and I am what I am, you are already hurt, you are mad. Then I lie to you because I am afraid of your judgment. I am afraid you are going to blame me, find me guilty and punish me. And every time you remember, you punish me again and again and again. In the track of love, there's justice. If you make a mistake, you pay only once for that mistake. And if you truly love yourself, you learn from that mistake. In the track of fear, there is no justice. Y'all highly recommend this book. Those are just a few gems from this one chapter. But again, I hope you all enjoyed this conversation between you and I. We're probably going to be talking about love, true love, unconditional love again sometime in a future episode. If you feel someone may be inspired by this episode, may need to hear this conversation, share it with them. And again, I am so grateful for each and every single one of you for tuning in. And I look forward to seeing you in the next episode. Peace and blessings and so much gratitude. Your girl, your host, Jocelyn.